it's titled A Frightening Prophecy, an Islam-dominated world. And this guy writes, After 9-11, I wrote an article in the Tribune that reminded of Mario Puzo's prophecy of destruction of New York in one of his lesser-known novels, The Fourth K, though with a lot of differences. For one, the perpetrators in Puzo's novel are scientists, and they use not hijacked aircraft, but home-assembled nuclear fission devices to bring about devastation of New York. Novelists with deep insight into history, politics, and keen sense of what psychological and social upheavals around them are going to bring about often end up with creating such remarkable divinations. Robert Ferrigno, who, according to an NYT reviewer, writes fiction that is, quote, truer than truth and will echo <laughs> disturbingly through our minds and hearts long, is one such I novelist. Yeah, right? Truer Out of 11 crime truth, novels yeah. uh, uh, he's written since 1990, the three that stood out and created a stir in America are what is collectively known as Assassin Trilogy, whose last part, namely Heart of the Assassin, came out in August this year. The political thriller, like its two pre-sequels, is set in a futuristic America that has lost the war on terror and fallen into bloody hands of terrorists. Result, USS Ronald Reagan is renamed <laughs> USS Osama Bin Laden. Barbie wears a burqa and the cheerleaders are no longer sh- short-skirted cuties but bearded warriors welcome to islamic states of america the dominating power of 2043 a.d and it all begun in 19 in 2015 when anti-zionism the favorite pastime of pro-islamic leftism reached its climax and the american media finally managed to blame the nuclear destruction of the major american cities on Mossad. and as a protest many a leading personality of the day i mean to be to fair Islam, it was a very artful isolation. false flag psyop you know yeah. <laughs> anyway like you can't no, really blame them. Uh, but yeah, anyway, right. Yeah. Well, it's it says, you know, many leading personality that they converted to Islam, resulting in political isolation of the remaining sane America into Christian Bible Belt. Mexico suddenly becomes Mexican Empire and begins to aggressively reclaim the dominions it thinks it deserves. Some states like Nevada and Utah split off as discrete territories. It is a country in which university professors can lose their jobs for being, quote, insufficiently Islamic, cell phone cameras are illegal, and men can only dream of loud music, cold beer, and co-ed beaches. Life is especially hard for women who may not leave their homes without written permission from a male relative, and even then risk being whipped by the black robes, the Sharia-enforcing religious police, if even a lock of hair slips out from beneath their headscarves, or in the case they neglect to keep their ankles covered. Repression, of course, is at the heart of fundamentalist Islam. Millions are unemployed, poor and uneducated, living under a censored environment that forbids criticism of any kind under the sway of a totally controlled Orwellian state, a far cry from the lavish liberty and freedom of speech we enjoy in today's America, an American-dominated world, Muhammad's dream is finally realized. Minds <laughs> controlled by the state, homosexuality and blasphemy are capital offenses, and non-Muslims are second-class citizens at best. Now, this is funny. It, I didn't realize this. In order to make the upcoming horrors more vivid, the publishers even launched a pseudo-news website of the future, complete with advertisements of Jihad Cola, etc. And he has, like, a picture here oh, yeah, that's of Jihad Cola. The they drink three hot cola and it's like an it's in competition with the real life rc cola um yeah yeah i see it it says for the warrior within this is the tagline that i guess uh, i guess this website was jokingly updated on march 25th 2036 with details about the isa islamic states of america the dim world that dominates the morbid excuse for education and school sports events programmed with prayer breaks and a ship of jews the last ones left drifting drifting helplessly continent to continent begging for asylum like the sikhs once did aboard komagatamaru the japanese vessel i guess this guy seek um, i love how like the, some of the stuff like this that slips through like you know it's like this horror show where like everything is awful like you know it's just like the most brutal thing you, like 
you could possibly imagine, like, every single, like, nightmare of, you know, I generally don't like to, like, say, like, say, even say the word Islamophobia because it's so played out, but there's nothing really else to call this. It just straight up is, like, just this terror of Islam, you know? And it's just, like, all these, like, little, like, bizarre nightmare pop-up tropes. And then, like, something, like, slips through where it's, like, oh, my God, they get breaks to pray. Like, they can't work nine to five straight like you know in addition to their lunch break they also get to break to pray or like the women aren't showing their asses anymore you know it's like yeah like, exactly yeah, like of wow. all the things like mind uh, controlled i get oh there's a little content here from some interviews with farino in this uh, amazing review of the book uh that is just totally th- this shows you kind of like yeah how, how it ends up getting received and how easily how easy it goes down with people, especially in the mid-2000s. I don't know exactly when this was written, but, you know, he says that the um, the Jewish Holocaust has been removed from history books, not because the new elite does not necessarily believe it happened, but because, quote, we don't care it happened since it happened to them. Peoples are taught that the attack on World Trade Center in 2001 was a glorious revolutionary activity, and anyone questioning the fact is likely to be beaten up. There are news about secret associations formed in, in order to watch movies, an illegal activity now. no. They're banning movies too. Confused yeah. young people expressing surprise at seeing that how scant, scantily people are clad and bathed together in jaws and gathered that that was why the old regime, which gave people so much freedom, failed. The Mount Rushmore has met the fate of the Buddha statues in Afghanistan met under yeah. Taliban. In a nutshell, the novel is based around an intensely painful question. What if the West really does lose the war on terror? What if Islam, which is currently the world's fastest growing religion, achieves critical mass in the West? The assassin novels are based on an unbelievable premise that millions of Americans convert to Islam, inspired by a whimsical Hollywood actress's revelation during her Oscar acceptance speech that she has become a believer. The author has spent two solid years researching Islam, and it shows in the meticulous (laughs) detail of Islamic mindset throughout the novel. In one scene, a a taxi driver calls into What Should I Do, Imam? show, and asks the Imam if if there's any music that a good Muslim can listen to without going against Islamic law. Good question, my daughter. The Imam answers. The Holy Quran is quite clear that music is forbidden. One of the messengers of Allah said, There will be a nation who will make music their lot, and one day, while enjoying their music and alcohol, they will awake with their faces transformed into swine. In fact, this messenger said that he was sent to destroy all music instruments instead of music, rather, listen to the Holy Quran. It is interesting to note that the South African Mufti Ebrahim Desai is on record for giving the exact advice to curious Muslims a few years back. Can this really happen? Yes, Farino told her in an interview. Uh, mass religious conversions are always the result of outside forces colliding with internal needs, recalling the historical fact that the rapid swell of Islam during the 8th and 9th century offered racial and political unity among tribes scattered across Arabia, which in turn was the fountainhead of Islam's phenomenal imperialism. According wow. to Farini, Islamic, w- not yeah, 8th right? century Islamic imperialism, all imperialism wow. matter. Anyway, sorry. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. According to Farini, one chief advantage, the Islamists, who are of course careful enough not to talk too candidly about their long-term targets have is the <laughs> fact that elites in academia, government, no. or the media generally do not like to talk about for fear of being branded racist or Islamophobic and thus indirectly help the cancerous spread of Islam in West. Another thing he finds disturbing is the spiritual void at the center of current Western society due to which some people may actually find in Islam what mistakably seems to be a comfort and reassurance in its moral certainty and firm standards. The great and generous freedom we enjoy today 
today is the result of sacrifice and hard labor of millennia by our forefathers who struggled against capital T titanic odds um, to build a better world for the upcoming generation. The splendid glories of Western civilization, its superb arts, its technological wonders like moon landing and internet you are using now are all under the dark shadow of Islamic imperialism disguised as a religion of peace. The need of the hour is to make <laughs> oh, wow. our Islamic governments aware. Is still happening. Uh, okay. uh, I mean, uh, okay. The need of the hour is to make our governments aware of the clear and present danger looming right over our heads or our grandchildren shall be actually drinking Jihad Cola. <laughs> Jagmahan Singh Kurmi. Uh, I, what you need to, like, actually, like, copyright Jihad Cola and that has to be, like, <laughs> our next merch venture. Wow, wow. But no, how similar is that? Actually, the way he describes this book, how similar is that? It's, like, exactly, you could use that to describe submission. Like, yeah. almost literally. Well, I mean, it's the same, like, anxiety, actually, because it's not really necessarily about the practicalities. It's about, like, you know, it's a manifestation of, like, the problems that they uh, see around them or, like, the political exigencies of their own climate. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's really, like, absurd that this would be represented as being something that, for one, like, People, like, it lacks any kind of, like, a comprehension of, like, why the Taliban is, like, uh, something that is in power in the areas where it still has the control. Like, a prosperous country, even if New York was devastated by a nuclear bomb, uh, I mean, that would be a huge economic blow, as would the, dev- like, the destruction of Washington, D.C. Like, you know, wouldn't yeah. want to underestimate that, but... You know, the power of the United States is still, like, incredible. We have, like, incredible quality of life. Like, you know, we're uh, a conquering empire that can pick its power like, across the entire world. Like, still, mm-hmm. like, uh, in a way that few can challenge. Like, the idea that, like, people would, because they converted to Islam, that then they would, like, institute something like the Taliban is, like, not at all realistic. Like and yeah, of there course. are it's totally Muslims ahistorical who are like against music, and but yeah, like but plenty of Muslims do like yeah, like why would a bunch of Americans convert to Islam and give up all the things that they love when they could you know, if they really even if they had to convert to Islam, you could totally make a justification for listening to certain types of music and things like that. It's just like Yeah, why is it the hardest line of And it they seems would make like, up you know, all the rules, that's the thing. Like they're not like beholden to anybody. Like they wouldn't like if America became a Muslim country you know, I guess, like, they would be economically devastated about, like, the civil war that would happen, which, again, like, just calls into question why, like, just because of liberal Hollywood, everyone would do a mass Muslim conversion, like, it came at a cost. <laughs> but anyway, like, uh, got if America they got, became a yeah. Muslim country, like, we would be, like, the Muslim country. We would, like, be able to decide like our interpretation of the Quran. Yeah, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't have Saudi Arabia telling us what to do. The tail yeah, wouldn't exactly. be wagging the dog. We would be telling exa- them what to do. Uh, yeah. we would be the yeah. custodians of the two holy mosques. Uh, exactly. No the US military, the Islamic yeah. US military would uh, fly in there probably. Yeah. And you know, take custodianship of it. Yeah, that's always I mean, I think that's so typical of kind of the war on terror era cuz really both of these novels are kind of like one is kind of like a few years into the war on terror. And I feel like, I mean, the war on terror has, it it continues. It's probably never going to like quote unquote end, but I feel like we are kind of off ramping a little bit from it now is like the main focus of, you can't convince people really anymore. 
like the way our, our boy was saying in that, that, oh my God, like what's going to happen if the West loses the war on terror? Nobody thinks like that anymore. Yeah. What do you mean lose the war on terror? Like, you know, it, it's not going to end with them th- conquering like, it's us. It's really amazing you know? that people thought that that was like what losing the war on terror would be. Is exactly. Like, the same exactly. Like, You'd be speaking German right now. They really think people would be like, spe- like literally like there's, like, in this Islamic America, even though it's mostly built in conversions, there's still, like, Arab supremacy. Like, no one would fucking care about, like, being Arab in the Islamic states of America. Like, obviously the Quran's Arabic. Like, there's certainly a trend of that. But, like, it would be minor, like, unless there was a massive population of Arabs. Like... The You're right. If it, if it was mostly like the ranks swelled with like a mostly like white converse. Americans, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would be the then same it wouldn't be rich ass families. <laughs> like it would be anything. <laughs> it would be. It yeah. would be. It's like the Keens, the you yeah. know everybody else, like the the yeah, Forbes, the, uh, everybody Abu else. Chris Mellon, like your wife, has uh, <laughs> been accessing UFO sites in the uh, cafe. Yeah. That is a chilling thought, though. That they would. It, it, I don't see it on the horizon. Not in the United States, but basically uh, tactically all mass converting to Islam for some, like, insincere reason. Um, Just gotta watch out for it, you know? I mean, I don't think that that would happen, but, uh, I mean... I would it's kind of like when Michael Huffington. It's like when Michael yeah. Huffington converts to, like, being Greek Orthodox. You're kind of like, what's going on there? You know, sometimes, yeah. like... Why did New Kingers convert to Catholicism at, like, age 65? All your sins are washed away when you convert to Islam, so I would have to wait until they did something else fucked up before I got got mad at them about it. Um, Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, they would know the risks of being a munafic. If you you profess Islam when you don't, when you're not actually sincere, then you're a munafic. It's pretty bad. It's the worst Mm -hmm. thing, you know, one of the worst things you can be. Uh, yeah, but I, I think, I don't know, the the, the anxiety, though, uh, particularly of that decade, but I think it reared its head a little bit again with ISIS and things like Charlie Hebdo and all of these spectacular terrorist attacks in the mid, mm-hmm. early to mid 2010s, like around, you know, more connected to like Syria and Libya and stuff like that, but uh, but attacking Europe and the U.S. that, you know, I think the, um, the anxiety that somehow these radical Muslims or fundamentalist Muslims, like they got our number, you know, mm-hmm. they got us behind the eight ball. Like they, they got us folks like we're done for. There is a deep anxiety in Western culture over the last 20 years since nine 11. I feel like in the beginning it was like a hysterical kind of psyop informed reaction of, mm-hmm. Oh my God. You know, but I, I forget, I forget who wrote like, that book that was like the clash of civilizations. There was a lot of rhetoric like that. Yeah. Right. Around the time that this book, uh, prayers yeah. for the assassins was written, you know, that this is, we're, I mean, and yeah, a lot of people in the military looked at it that way, that this is like a, a kind of a crusade vibe that we're doing. And this is like, we're all, but we're also defending kind of liberal secular modernity mm-hmm. from these religious maniacs. Yeah. who just want to burn it all down. Mm-hmm. These jokers. And yeah. now it's kind of now it's a little bit more that when you jump to like 20, you know, 2015, 2016 with submission, then it becomes kind of like a, a, a little less spectacular and violent in that way. But more about the, like the creeping social control and influence and transformation and loss of our own values through like it's like they're yeah. doing hybrid war, basically, as opposed to terror war you know and that they're gonna get us some somehow they still it's like they've still got our number if we don't somehow like stay vigilant they're going to replace i mean isn't that what the great replacement theory is all about now 
Well, another book that these books kind of remind me of, it's not explicitly about Islam, but another book that these, I think, have a lot in common with uh, is Camp of the Saints, Mm -hmm. which Steve Bannon, I guess, was a fan of and had, like, been Mm -hmm. seen reading, like, in the early days of the Trump administration. And basically what happens in that book is that, like, a bunch of refugees, like, from India and, like, from the third world in general, I think, eventually, they just decide, like, to... I think that is also a French novel. Yeah, so basically in that book, like, all these, uh, you know, refugees basically just decide to start walking towards, like, Western Europe. And the countries basically, like, submit, you know? They just give in. They just roll over. And they just let them walk in and just take over. You know, they just let them just walk right in and take over because they're too weak. They've lost their their Christian backbone and their values. Right, exactly. Like they won't fight because they feel like too bad about it. This is a little uh, just from the Wikipedia article about the book, just uh, from little details. Like the mayor of New York City is made to share Gracie Mansion with three African American families from Harlem. London is taken no. over by an organization of non-white residents known as the Non-European Commonwealth Committee, who forced the British Queen to have her son marry a Pakistani woman. Didn't have to have her do, I mean didn't have to force him wow you know, in case of Prince Harry. oh my god wow Sumichon <laughs> happened anyway damn oh my god the Saudis damn. yeah the Saudis demanded that uh yeah the Saudis obviously demanded it um yeah yeah but, but this is <laughs> it's just I mean the, the fact that I, I don't know it's hard to really read what somebody like Bannon is getting out of this you know, this anxiety. But I, I mean, maybe it is a kind of, it is a broader dynamic now where like the, th- there's a feeling and maybe a vulnerability that they know that the religiosity of the population has been kind of on a, a secular decline, you know, yeah. pun intended, for like in the West and like the United States over, I would say, you know, like starting in like the 60s. It, mm-hmm. it started to, and, and particularly the 70s, like every decade, it's kind of, to some extent, it, it, a lot of, I think the broad base of like almost everybody in society is religious has, has just dropped steadily over the last few decades. Um, maybe things are changing a little now, but also people are like switching out kind of older religions for, you know, a lot of Catholics, for example, converting to like evangelical churches and things like that. And so even the the one the religions that are still kind of active, I, I feel like predominantly on the right will have a very right wing character. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that at the same time, you don't feel the evangelicals driving the Republican Party like you did around the time that that Prayers for the Assassins was written. Well, it really yeah, you felt don't, that but time. in a way, you almost find the ideology of Paris to the Assassin driving Republican politics more overtly. The I think maybe the feeling around Trump and Trumpism was, like, the idea of, like, defending, like, our values fiercely, you know? Like, for instance, mm-hmm. in Camp of the Saints, like, when everyone just, like, uh, gives in, you know? Like, the I think the French president gets on, you know, and he's, like, trying to order the army to you know, like, st- get ready to repel the migrants with force, but then he just breaks down and he can't do it, you know, because he's too <laughs> weak. And yeah. uh, so I think that the mm-hmm. idea of, like, we need to fight for our Western civilization, like, even though, like, the idea of, like, Islam in particular, I think the France and the United States are different in this respect because Islam has receded, I think, from the forefront of the popular discourse in the United States to an extent, 
Uh, whereas mm-hmm. in France, it's remained quite central. Uh, and I yeah. think that has to do with the fact that they actually have like a substantial population of Muslims here. Whereas like Muslims are like what, like 1% of the U.S. population, if that, like maybe even less. But anyway, yeah. So I think that like, but the the issue of like civilizational threat and like protecting our civilization, you know, even the uh, Islamo-Gauchism aspect of, you know, that goes hand in hand with like critiques of like decolonial thought or critical race theory, you know, like we Mm -hmm. said, like these things are very similar. Like it's about like undermining our values of saying that other civilizational values might be equal. You know, the idea that like America is in some like a bad country or that like it wasn't somehow worth it or acceptable that like we had slavery and that like other civilizations like could be better. So, you know, like that's Mm -hmm. maybe the fear of critical race theory that people have like this. I mean, as I've said before, like I'm kind of like an a atheist, where I don't necessarily believe that people like are really atheists. Like, I mean, they are in a way, but I don't necessarily think that like in uh, the sense where it's meaningful, like our culture is less religious. I think that in a way, like Saeed Kutub like had it right. I mean, he was talking about Muslim societies, but I think that you could definitely describe like a sort of jahiliya as being like what we're existing in now, where we do have like a certain religion, but we worship things that can't really help us or harm us like idols you know i think that that is not a super lofty diagnosis it's something that's i think even at the level of praise for the assassin like the idea that movie stars and things like that have like the power of gods like you know it's a vulgar idea but i think yeah no it does resonate though you know it's not yeah so i don't think it's yes that we like are above or beyond religion is that we do have these rituals of worship or these reli- you know these religious dynamics uh, that still act in our culture, but they're like uh, malformed. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, with and that. that is the environment that you could draw a parallel to the the Jaliya environment that like Islam came into. Like, does that mean that like the conditions are such? that it could happen like you know what happened in seventh century arabia could happen like in the united states because like we're in a state of jahiliya like you know uh probably not probably i mean allahu alam you know allahu alam <laughs> like inshallah you know everyone will mass convert because of shania x but you know it does seem like a far-flung possibility but I think I that, do, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that America is still, American culture is still deeply spiritual, even if there's less, like, religious attendance at, you know, yeah. congregations. But it's so deeply baked into, like, our self-formation and, like, and the idol worship aspect that is kind of the true religion today. And maybe that's a kind of, that's a kind of an anxiety from, like, a right-wing Catholic, like, Bannon, that basically he knows that America is all about idol worship and, like, worshiping mammon and, like, capitalism, empire, yeah. conquest. Like, it's basically satanic. <laughs> but it's, you know, there's a lot of false gods, basically. And so you might be vulnerable to the threat from people who are worshiping a, a not-false god or something yeah. like that. You know, like, like, like they're seeing the the toll that it's taken on our like collective soul in the United States. And, you know, it's like the, the opioid addiction, like shitty health, like lowered living standards, like, you know, nothing is going in a good direction and society doesn't seem to be like, even the, they're the thing they value the most, like the family, they look at any like Muslim country or any Muslim community and they're, they're humming along as you, as like everybody used to, but it seems like if anybody that's living in a kind of a secular life in the West 
is being barraged with all of these different factors that, you know, both like cultural and economic and everything else that are making it harder to do like any kind of trad type thing like that. That was just totally completely normal to people like 40 years ago. It was not considered a thing like you can't afford to like buy any kind of property ever. You cannot afford to have children. Like you can't really do anything except like work like and scrape by. And so, you know, I think a lot of times like that is why like religious communities, they're communities. They also they reinforce each other and around like, you know, common beliefs and values and shit like that. And so really it's almost like. Not not to minimize like the the particularities of Islam, but it almost could be any kind of foreign belief system or religion that kind of like involves a community and uh, well, people yeah, and so, why, like yeah, believing think, in something right, bigger I than themselves. Even, I think there's almost like even a racial kind of component to it in a way because or like a cultural a geocultural aspect to it because. Yeah, like the it's really about like Western, like the idea of the West or of like the the traditional home of Latinate Christendom, Mm -hmm. where versus like the traditional home of uh you know traditional Islamdom, and if you look at Islamdom, they tend to like still believe in their religion more. Mm -hmm. You know, their religion is more is still has more of a role to play in life, compared to Christendom. Where, like, the Christian part is, like, you know, less... And that's why you often you often even hear, like, Islam in the West. You know, Islam versus the West. You don't hear the East versus the West as much. Like, uh... Yeah, you, yeah. You, it, most, you and, hear, like, uh, Islam versus the West. Which is weird. Because, you know, one's a direction, one's a religion. Uh, true, you, you true. You wouldn't think that those two things, but... You know, well, because yeah, the West feeling. became it, the the West became like the the secular title that like replaced Christendom basically, yeah. and now mm-hmm. at, you know for and especially came into prominence like in the Cold War, which is also interesting because sometimes people even talk about I think when people talk about China and their nefarious you know influence, there's still a lot of the same kind of Oriental things going on with that, and even the idea of like. You know, even with cancel culture, like, you know, folks, like, they're bringing in Maoist struggle sessions. You know yeah, what I mean? I've seen cancel like, culture stuff about China. Like, uh, you know, I saw some post on Twitter the other day that was, like, Chinese math. And it was, like, all these complex formulas. And it's, like, American math. And it was, like, math is an imperial construct. Or, like, what <laughs> you know, and it was, like, weird. No, I think... For access to the full-length episode, subscribe to the Hour of Frequency at patreon.com slash subliminaljihad.